Happy Easter week, my friends. Today's episode is part one of a special three-part live training event my business bestie Allie Porter and I are hosting this week called the Field of Favor Lead Generation Masterclass. As Christ followers, we know the importance of walking in God's will for our business and life. And with God as our CEO, he calls us to serve our circle of influence, our field of favor. You see, some of us are speaking to the wrong people and wondering why our message is falling flat. That's because you have yet to find your field of favor who. What's a field of favor? I'm so glad you asked. Listen in as I share some wisdom and insight on how to build your business God's way by using your God-given gifts and talents to discover and serve your field of favor. You can check out parts two and three of this masterclass inside our free Facebook group community. And if you're tuning in at a later date, you can still get inside our group and catch the next Field of Favor Lead Generation Masterclass, as well as enjoy monthly trainings by top faith-led women in business, prizes, special offers to help you grow an abundant, Holy Spirit-led business, and more. To join our community, head over to Facebook and search for Field of Favor, Faith-Led Business Strategies for Female Entrepreneurs, or you can check out the link in the show notes. Be sure to tag me in the welcome video and say Melody Bishop invited you. And if you're finding value in this podcast, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to leave a written podcast review and share this podcast with your business besties and your team. Every share, follower, subscribe, and review helps more mom bosses find this podcast and begin to have breakthroughs in growing their business and mom life abundance. Together, we can empower mamas to grow the abundant business and mom life they desire and deserve. To leave a written Apple Podcast review, find this podcast in the Apple Podcast app, scroll down till you see the reviews, and find the purple text that says write a review. Click on that, type your review inside the box, and be sure to hit your stars before you submit. Thank you in advance for your review. I really enjoy reading every single one, and I love to shout out reviews on my podcast as well. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. Well, hello, friends, and thank you so much for being here as a part of this community. We're excited to watch this community grow. My name is Melody, and I'm going to be sharing with you our very first video of our masterclass, our Field of Favor Lead Generation Masterclass, and we're going to be talking about finding your field of favor. What exactly does that even mean, and how do you go about 
doing that. Before I go ahead and dive in and really talk about what your field of favor is, I want to kind of get the picture of the principle of the harvest in your mind, which is really easy with the backdrop here, right? <laughs> That's why I chose this backdrop because the principle of the harvest, you've probably heard it before, but it really is a perfect principle with regards to how we grow our business and also our life, but our business especially. And I absolutely love to teach on the principle of the harvest and it really fits in perfectly with understanding what does it mean to find your field of favor. So first, what is your field of favor? Your field of favor are the people whom God is calling you to serve using your unique given gifts and talents. Now, when you know who you were called to serve, you can speak directly to their needs. Your fields of favor leads will be attracted to you, your personality, and your life experience. And when speaking to your field of favor leads who resonate and relate with your message and your mission, you are planting your seeds in good soil. So before I move on to the next slide, let's just touch on what that means, planting your seeds in good soil and how that relates to finding your field of favor and why it's so important to find your field of favor. So for example, I'm sure there are many of you in here who have many different types of businesses. Um, I have my own business, but I've also been in the network marketing space as a top 1% leader. So whether you're selling a product or whether you're selling a service or whether you have a brand where you're a coach, a coach um, or you have um, a course that you sell, you're a course creator, or whatever your service might be, you really need to make sure that you hone in on who you are serving and that way that you are planting seeds in good soil in your field of favor. So considering the principle of the harvest, before you can even plant the seeds, what's the first step? Anybody know what it is? I'm gonna look in the chat a little bit later to see if anybody got this correctly, but your first step before you even plant the seeds is you have to pick a plot of land that you know is going to be a good area, good soil, nutrient soil that will actually allow those seeds to take root. And then after you've chosen that specific plot of land that you know is, is rich enough in nutrients that the seeds will take root, the seeds will thrive in this plot of land, you have to consider the type of seeds that you're planting, then you have to prepare the soil before you even plant a seed. You have to till the soil, you have to take the rocks out, you have to pull up any roots from any other plants that were already there. You have to make sure that the, if you have to add any other nutrients, then you need to do that next. You have to first pick your plot, make sure that it is going to be a good nutrient-rich soil, and then you have to prepare your soil. Same thing in your business, same thing in your business. When you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. I'm sure you've heard that before. But with biblical principles, God is calling us not just to be good stewards of our finances, because when we hear that, we think of our ties, we think of being good stewards of our finances, but God is also calling us to be good stewards of the talents and gifts he has given us, and also be good stewards of our other resources, which is our time, our energy, our emotional and mental resources as well. And you cannot do that. God does not want you to live with the hustle and strive. He wants you to thrive. And you cannot thrive when you're striving. That is not a biblical principle. If you are speaking to everyone and just blowing your seeds into the wind and hoping they take somewhere, you have to be purposeful 
and intentional. And that requires you taking some time to sit back and reflect and really consider and pray and ask and seek the Lord so that he shows you who you are called to serve. We are not called to serve the whole world, but together as the body of Christ, all working together as the hands and feet of Jesus, we are called to serve our little corner of the world, which is the people that God has predestined, ordained us to serve that are going to become our circle of influence. And that is your field of favor. When you are speaking to your field of favor, when you know who you serve, how you serve them, and you really dive in and hone in on those unique gifts and talents that God has given you, and they are attracted to who you are, they are attracted to your personality, they are attracted to your life experience, they can resonate and relate with you. Those things that really make you you, when you show up as you, who God has created you to be, in all of, all of that, you know, God-honoring glory, then people who will be attracted to you, who are meant to be in your circle, who are meant to be in your circle. But if you're not showing up in that capacity, you're going to be attracting lots of different people. Yes. And you might get somewhere, you might get some orders, you might get some sales, you might be able to grow your business, but it's going to feel, you're going to feel that unrest, that uneasiness, something's not right. You're not going to be at peace. And it's going to feel like striving in your business. And that is not how we are called to grow business God's way. So let's talk about how to discover who your who is <laughs> and begin to hone in on developing your field of favor. And I want to preface this with saying this is a process, okay? You're not going to know who your field of favor is, who your who is, who you serve right away. But as you begin to act out in faith and step out of faith and begin to reflect and journal and take action in your business, you are slowly going to have more clarity on this and you are slowly going to be able, God's going to reveal to you as you take action, more attributes and he's going to guide you in the direction where you begin to discover and know who your who is is. So your field of favor, your who will most likely have many things in common with you because God created us all uniquely for a reason, for a reason. And why do you think that is? Because we all have something, something unique to bring to this world. God created you on purpose for a purpose, and he has a plan for your life. And everything that he made you, you, everything that makes you, you is not an accident. Okay. The desires in your heart, your personality, your likes, your dislikes, the things that make you angry, the things that, you know, set your soul on fire. None of those things are an accident. They all have to do with how God is going to use you to further the kingdom and serve people, serve your who in a God honoring way. And of course, he's going to reward you abundantly in doing so because God wants the people of God to walk in abundance because he knows that we're going to be able to not just live abundantly, more abundantly, but we're going to be able to give more abundantly when we do that. But it's a process, okay? And we have to learn and grow and go through those growing pains as well. So your who will most likely have many things in common with you so that she is attracted to you because she's like, man, this, this chick gets me. She's my people. Like, I totally feel her. 
we're on the same wavelength. She understands what I'm going through. She, she is going through similar things or she's been through similar things. And I think that she can not just encourage me and support me, but she can possibly even help me get through what I'm going through. All of those things, God gives you those things on purpose for a purpose. Okay. Your who will most likely be you before your transformation. So for an, for an example, um, let's take um, my previous, in my previous job, I was kind of a professional organizer. So one of the things that when I became a mom, I was, I always loved organizing. I always had that type of brain. I like to have things organized, but when you become a mom, it, it, it's like a whole nother level of crazy. Okay. Y'all know how it is, right? Tell me, you know how it is. And it becomes so much harder, especially when you get married. Okay. Cause then you're living with somebody who might not be as neat and tidy and organized as you. Right? And then you have kids and you get all the toys and all the things. And it's like, Oh my goodness, I'm drowning in kid stuff. So I realized that when I have a cluttered space, I get into, I get anxiety. I cannot focus. I cannot thrive. I cannot have clarity when my house is a mess. And that's actually true for everyone, <laughs> but you know, I digress. So when I, when I joined my first company that I was with for seven years, my first network marketing company, I was like, Hey, I love these products because I use them to organize my home and to, you know, make me more sane <laughs> so that I, I'm saving time and things are tidy and orderly. And my kids are learning how to put things away. Things are labeled. I have organization systems. So it was a very easy segue because that's a gift of mine that God has given me that type of brain. I know not everybody has that type of brain and that's okay but God has given me that type of brain I've known that since I was a kid and I was using that gift and talent that I used to help make my home more tidy and organized and create organization systems that saved us more time to help other moms do the same thing so that is an example that is an example of using your gifts and talents and really honing in on a certain area that God's calling you to use those gifts and talents he's given you to serve others. So I didn't, I didn't just wake up one day and all, and all of a sudden my house was organized. I had to work at it. So I was able to take those people that I was serving, my customers, my clients from one step to the next to help them create those same systems in their home because I had done it before them. So you don't have to be light years ahead. You just have to be a few steps ahead to be able to take your who from where they are, from where you were to where they're growing to and to lead them through transformation after transformation, big or small. Usually it starts with small and then it leads into the big, but small wins can still be life-changing. We all know that, right? <laughs> So ask God to really reveal to you who your who, what your who may look like as you consider these questions. So here are the questions to help you begin to uncover, discover who your who might be. Or if you've already started to, you know, try and figure out who your who might be, these questions might help give you a little bit more clarity. So the first one is, what stage of life is she in? So when I first uh, started helping other moms organize, they were moms with little kids. And, you know, obviously my kids aren't going to stay little forever. So um, there came a point where my kids were no longer little, but I was still helping moms with little kids because that was who I felt I was called to help in that stage, in that season of my life. And, and that can change and that can evolve, but you really want to think 
when you consider what stage of like, are you helping grandmas? Are you helping uh, middle-aged women who maybe, or maybe women who have are empty nesters? Are you helping moms with little kids? Are you helping moms who are, you know, a chauffeur driving their teens all over the place? Maybe you're not helping moms at all. Maybe you're helping, um, or maybe you're helping single moms, or maybe you're helping um, divorced moms, or maybe you're helping um, women who, want to have children and ache for children and, and maybe you're helping them with, with work through all of that. So, or maybe you're helping women who don't have children, career women, and you're helping them um, in other ways. Like you have to consider who you're helping because at every, we know this as women, okay? At every stage and phase of our life, we have different challenges. So you cannot speak to a mom of young kids the same way you're going to speak to an empty nester. They don't have the same challenges. So you have to consider who you're talking to, but what stage of life is she going to be in? Because that's going to change your messaging. And again, we want to reach across the aisle with our messaging, with the words that we are using. And we want to say, hey, I see you. I know you. I feel you. I'm here to help you at the specific stage and phase of life you're in with the specific pain points and problems that you are having in that stage and phase of life. So what does her everyday, once you've discovered, once you discovered that, then you can begin to break it down even more. What does her everyday life look like? What does her everyday life look like? Does she work out of the home? Is she stay at home? Does she work from home? Is she a single mom? Is she married? Does she have a big family? Maybe she just has one kid. Maybe she's a career woman. Maybe she's a grandma, retired, you know, and looking for that next thing that will set her soul on fire in retirement. So like, and think about that. And then think about what does her everyday life look like? What does she do every day? When she wakes up, what does she do? You know, where does she go? What does she do at home? What does she do out of the home? What does her day look like? Okay. And then what does, what are her struggles? Once you break that down, you get a picture because you want to paint a picture of your who. Some people name them. My who's name is Grace, but you want to paint this picture of your who so you can get to know them better because the more you get to know them, the more you can tailor your message to speak directly to them where they can actually resonate and relate and hear you and be attracted to you. So what are her struggles? Now that we know, you know, what stage of life she's in, what her day looks like, what are her struggles? Break it down even more. What are her struggles? Okay. And then what are her goals and dreams? And this, this could be what your goals and dreams were or are, and you could connect with them on, th on this front as well. So again, this could look a lot like you, and it might not. It doesn't always have to look a lot like you, but many times your who is a lot like you or who you were before you were brought through that transformation. So what are her goals and dreams? Like, what does she desire for her life? Does she desire financial freedom, time freedom, a more flexible schedule? Does she just desire to have a more tidy home? Does she desire to eat healthier so she can lose weight or just, you know, be healthier so she can live longer for her kids and she's struggling with how to fit that in? Does she desire 
um, healthier relationships? Like, what are her goals and dreams? Okay. And once you pinpoint what her struggles are, you can also kind of, that will give you a better picture of what her goals and dreams could be directly connected to what her struggles are. Because oftentimes our pain points and our problems, you know, they really bother us. They mainly bother us because they're rooted in unfulfilled dreams. Ooh, that's good, right? <laughs> Most of the time, we have a lot of different pain points and struggles, right? So some of the, why is it that some of the struggles in our life, oh my, this is like a download from God, I feel. <laughs> why is it that some struggles and challenges in our life, where it's like no big deal for us? We're like, whatever, you know? And then others, we like stress about it. You know, we get anxiety. They really grieve our spirits. It's because oftentimes those specific things that we're really struggling with, those challenges that we're, we're grieving over are connected to deeply rooted, unfulfilled dreams and goals. That's why they're so painful to us. And that's where if you can, if you can pinpoint on those things, man, <laughs> and if you can come up with a solution that actually gives the, gives the, your who transformation in those areas, they're going to love you. Okay. And you're going to be serving God at the same time, because you're going to be serving them in a God honoring way and helping them to, to live a more abundant life. And that's what God wants for us. And we have so many roadblocks in the way. And sometimes we need somebody to walk us through those roadblocks. And that's where you come in. That's where all of us come in. That's part of how we serve. That's why God allows us to go through challenges and struggles. Because if we didn't, we wouldn't have a message and a, and a mission and a ministry to be able to tell others, hey, I don't want to listen to somebody who's teaching me to do something who has never experienced it before, you know, who has never grown through it before. Like if, if I relate with somebody and I know that they have walked through the fires of life and come out on the other side and I'm going to follow that person, you know, <laughs> as opposed to someone who's had, you know, life all easy or who hasn't really had anything hard and, and, uh, et cetera. That's how we grow. We grow the most in the struggle. And that's how we're able to serve others is by learning and growing through the struggle and being able to say, Hey, this is how God changed my life. This is what I did to get through this, to solve this, to fix this with God's help. And I'm going to help you do the same. I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to give you encouragement. I'm going to give you support. I'm going to pray for you. And we're going to do this thing called life together. Come on with me. Let's go. That's what people are looking for. That's what people are looking for. And it doesn't have to be some big, huge thing. Little, little transformations are still life-changing. All right. So homework. Have you discovered your field of favor? And if yes, share with us below. So if you know who your field of favor is, we'd love to hear it. And if you've already started to think about it, but you're not quite there yet, still share below. Maybe we can help ask you some follow-up questions that will kind of help you uncover that a little bit further, a little bit deeper. And if you haven't yet discovered who your field of favor is, or if you're not quite sure and you just started the process, but you're not quite sure, consider the questions from that last slide from the training and share some insight 
below in the comments below on who you think your who might be. And remember, this is a process, okay? There's no wrong answer. This is a process, but you've got to start somewhere. You've got to start thinking about it, considering it, reflecting on it. And then you've got to start writing things out because when you write things out, your brain is like, oh, that sounds good. Or no, that doesn't sound good. And you can then meditate on it a little bit better. And of course, ask God to help guide you in that process as well. I hope you enjoyed that training. So my question to you is, have you been planting in good soil? Have you discovered your field of favor? And if you have, are the strategies you're currently using to generate new field of favor leads yielding a harvest? Or are they stressing you out, causing anxiety, and leaving you worn out and burnt out? If you'd like to learn how to grow your business God's way, I'd love to invite you to our new Facebook community, Field of Favor, Faith-Led Business Strategies for Female Entrepreneurs, and the link is in the show notes. And if you're ready to learn how to find your field of favor leads and grow your circle of influence, design a lead generation strategy that aligns with you and your business, and connect with and nurture leads using a sustainable, God-honoring, authentic approach, then we'd love to invite you to our Field of Favor Lead Generation Masterclass held inside our community. Be sure to tag me on the welcome video once inside and say Melody Bishop sent you. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple Podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.